Good morning, everyone, and welcome to episode 242 of the Ask the Coach show, where Ping Skills helps you improve your table tennis. It's Throwback Thursday, and we'll be looking at an old video called Which Foot Forward? We'll discuss the power of practice competition, and in the questions, we talk about playing doubles, how much is too much training, lobbing, and improving your forehand topspin. I'm Jeff Plum, and as always, Supercoach Alois Rosario is here with me to answer your questions. Welcome, Alois. Good morning, Jeffrey. How are you? Yes, I'm. I'm really good, thank you. Uh, it's, good. it's quite early this morning, um, but um, I'm ready for a big show. As you should be, Jeffrey. And where's your green shirt? Oh, is it St Patrick's Day? On Someone this asked day, on Snapchat. If we celebrate St. Patrick's Day here, I said kind of, a little bit, you know, more if you're Irish, but um, yeah. There you go. So now I've just blown my on this day. Today is St. Patrick's Day. Okay. Well, let's just do it. On this day in history. Yes, indeed. <laughs> it's St. Patrick's well, Day. It's St. Patrick's Day. There you go. <laughs> Can you give us a bit of an Irish accent? I, I My Irish accent? Yeah. Um, no, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Me either, but that was a good try. <laughs> um, so apparently St. Patrick died on the 17th of March, 461. So that's a, quite a few years ago, really. Oh, so this this is all about his death. Yes, correct. Okay, there you go. Yeah. All right. Yeah. But, but we still celebrate his life. Or... Absolutely. That's what it's all about. Great. Apparently. Good. Patron saint of Ireland. 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 No. All right. Well, Alice, let's talk about the power of practice competition. You were pretty happy with your practice yesterday. Uh, you know, yeah. See, this is, and it's really, this is why players sort of, you know, get really confused with their training and all that sort of stuff. So if you remember day 15, um, did the session really late at night. I was tired um, and it just felt, terrible like it just felt like I couldn't see the ball I felt like I couldn't um, control it at all so go to sleep wake up um, do it again bang straight away um, had really good control the ball was just like sitting on my bat Um, so you know and had my ability changed Uh -uh. what had changed just my uh, freshness my mental state was much much better so um, it's a big lesson there for me and hopefully for a lot of players out there too that, um, that yeah, with, uh, with uh, practice and training, you know, we talked about this a, a week or so ago, you know, progress isn't linear. Um, there's lots of ups and downs. Um, and have, I've been doing, doing it for 16 days, you know, like it's just over two weeks and that's it. Um, and in that time I felt like, wow, I'm doing really well. Oh, I'm doing really badly. Oh, I'm doing really well. So, you know. Yeah, there's just lots of ups and downs during uh, during those sixteen days. And but but yesterday was a good day, Jeffrey. Awesome, that is really good. And Alice, you know, I've been trying to aim for a single rally on the table tapper of five minutes. Yeah, that's that's a long time. Five minutes. It is a long time. And I started off, and my first rally went for like less than ten seconds. I'm like, oh, oh that's no. not good. No. <laughs> But I finished strong, Alois. The whole session, I only had three rallies. So the first one was like 10 seconds or so. 
Next one, over four minutes, about four minutes and ten seconds, and then I finish oh. with the last bit. So three rallies for five minutes, not bad. That is good. That's fantastic. Four minutes and ten, that's that like you're within reach. I know, exactly. I think I can do it. It's just the concentration and just standing in that position, like my legs get t- t- sore and, and yeah, and just trying to stay focused for the whole Mate. five minutes. Maybe you need to do some strength and conditioning work, uh, Jeff, over the next two weeks to be able to build up that, you know, leg strength and get in that position to be able to table tap for five minutes in a row. Or maybe, or just get a crutch or something and just, or, or a screw. <laughs> yeah, yeah maybe a crutch. Maybe that's the way. Oh, dear. Uh, but we've had a lot of people still doing the power of practice challenge um, and getting a lot better. Um, Stanley's doing really well with the table tapper. Daniel Roberts is improving on the spin catcher. Uh, Francisco, um, lots of other people too. Keep sending in your videos, power of practice. Love seeing them and love seeing how people are getting better. And don't forget, you can win um, Pink Seals Premium Membership um, the one we deem the most successful or uh, is going to get the yearly, then there's a quarterly and a monthly to win. So keep doing your spin catcher or your table tapper and filming it and sending them in. Uh, we love watching them. All right, Alois, let's talk about yesterday's Pink Skillers question of the day. And you've already talked about this a little bit. If you are really tired, is it better... Um, to still put in a training session or should you have the day off? Yeah, so um, so quite a few responses. Uh, Thomas Love, day off. Rory, day off. Thad, take a day off. Um, but um, Luke Blytheman said, it never much depends on if you're mentally tired. Sorry, it never much depends on if you're mentally tired or physically tired. Um, I think if you're physically tired but mentally wanting... Two, you can do a light session on more technical aspects, and that's a good idea, you know, like maybe just do some service practice, etc. cetera. Um, but if you're mentally tired, he thinks you should take a rest. Um, and Eugene said, nothing can stop me from playing table tennis. If I feel tired, play anyway. And he, hashtag table tennis is life. Whoa, there you go, Eugene. Um, and John said, depends. If you're working on technique, then no. If you're just getting in reps, to get uh, to get or stay in shape, then yes, take a break. And Mukul said, for the young, keep it up. For the first, for the for the old, take the day off. I'm 72. Recently suffered a heart attack due to overstrain while playing. So yeah, so that, that's probably a good lesson too. And thanks, Mukul, and hope hope things are going well for you now. But um, yeah, I mean, you, you just need to listen to your body as well. Um, you know, some some days, especially if you're doing something physical and you do feel tired. It's okay to take a day off, um, you know, um, but yeah, um, but if it's mentally tired, uh, mentally tired as well, you know, like sometimes you just need that rest um, and you might be able to do something simple um, yeah, that isn't too mentally challenging for you too. But, you know, listen to your body, listen to if, you, if you're starting to get stressed or starting to um, uh, feel really run down and you're going onto the table and you're not enjoying it and you're not feel like you're not getting anything out of it, it's okay. Take a rest. Take a rest day and then start again. You'll feel fresh the next day. Yeah, that's good, Alois. So, yeah, so physically that makes sense. Um, What about your practice session the day before yesterday when 
you were tired and you weren't feeling it. Do you think that session helped you for the next day or would you have still improved just as much if you hadn't done that session at all? That's a good question. And with, I mean, with the spin catcher challenge, so it isn't physical, um, it's just touch and feel. So um, I think it's a, probably a little bit different in that regard um, as opposed to doing going out and doing a one-hour or two-hour training session. Um, you know, five minutes, by the time you start, you're almost done. Um, but it did put me in a bad state of mind, didn't it, um, for, uh, for that day. Um, so, you know, maybe um, if you're just not feeling it, you're just not enjoying it, um, maybe it's, it's okay to take a break from that too. Yeah, maybe. I'm still not sure about this one, Alice, because on one hand, it makes a lot of sense. You know, if you're not concentrating or you're not focused, you're not really going to be improving. But the more you take time off, the less you practice overall. But you need good practice. So it, it's really a balancing act, isn't it? Um, and, yeah, that's yeah. true. And, and, you know, is it is it just, you know, over the month, how many times I can do this and how many times I can experience it maybe and if I take a day off um, you know I miss that block it'd be interesting to actually see on a, on a slightly different topic um, how many times I'm actually doing that skill within the five minutes I might uh, might have to count it uh, at some stage just to just to see it as well yeah good idea all right well let's move on to today's ping skillers question of the day And you can answer this by going to our Facebook page. And the question is, have you ever won a tournament? Love to hear your thoughts. It's not easy. So, yeah, as I said, go to our Facebook page or to the Ping Seals blog and let us know if you've ever won a tournament. All right, it's time for the questions. And Spam20 is back on the Google Q&A app. And he's asking a question live on the show, which anyone can do. Easiest way to find out how is go to pingskills.com, scroll down the bottom, click on the Google Plus page. There you'll see our latest show and you can hit on the Q&A button and ask away. And Spam20 says, whenever I play a doubles match with my uh, teammate, I put a lot of backspin into my serves, but my opponent just pushes it back. My partner has a hard time dealing with that spin because he's not as experienced. So should I put less or a different type of spin on the serve? Yeah. Yeah. Good one, Spam20. It's really important to consider your partner when you're playing doubles. So, um, you know, you might have this really great fancy side spin serve, but if your opponent is pushing the ball back and your partner just can't cope with that spin, definitely you've got to change it. You can't just keep doing that. The only thing is if you can, if you're really confident that you're going to be able to serve it and they're going to miss the return, then that's okay to, to make your serves more complex. But if not, you've got to go step back um, one step and maybe make those serves a little bit simpler. You need to work out with your partner, talk to your partner, what serve do you want me to do? And probably a good way to think of it is what type of serves does your partner do when they're playing singles? So, you know, are they doing a side spin serve or are they just doing a plain backspin serve or a flat serve? Because that's something that they're going to be used to. So, yeah, definitely got to take your partner into consideration when you're serving in doubles. Don't just think about doing the best serve that you have. 
Yeah, great advice. Um, it is it is a team, so you you need to work together. And I guess long term spam twenty um, work with your doubles partner to improve his pushing, um, because once he learns how to do that, that opens up a whole lot more possibilities for you. So yeah, long term, think about working with him on his game. Yeah. So. Um- and that's why, Jeffs, often you see um, players signalling under the table uh, of what serve they're going to do. But sometimes not the person that's serving, their partner will signal what serve they want the server to do, you know, whether they want them to do a backspin serve or a topspin serve because that suits um, the player that's playing the third ball. Yes, that does make sense. And, um, and we do have a bit of a... We do have a video that talks about this uh, double strategy. So I'll put a link in the show notes to that. I think it's a video for premium members, but I will put it in the show notes. So check it out. And if you're not a premium member, consider becoming one. Lots of great value on the site and lots of ways to help you improve. Yeah. Next, but, but, oh, yes. Yeah, so, and with the premium membership, guys, so even if you just sign up for one month, you get access to the whole site so you can see everything for that month. So, yeah, it's worth it. And, um, you know, especially if there's a a few things that are interesting you, you know, like um, a particular serve that you want to learn or something like the doubles um, signaling, yeah, just sign up for a month to start off with and see see if you like it. Absolutely. Head to pingskills.com. All right, next up, Lucas has jumped on. Thank you, Lucas. He says, hey, guys, not sure if you remember me, but I stopped playing actively in my club around six months ago, but I really miss it. I'm considering starting again. Any tips on how to get back into it quickly? Yeah, Lucas, you, you, firstly, great. It's, it's really good to hear that you're um, wanting to get back into it. Um, the, the main thing I, I tell players when they are coming back after a break just make sure you focus on being consistent to start with. Don't try to go out there and um, have memories of or, you know, um, thoughts of uh, being able to play at the same level you did before you had the break. Just get on the table, get the feel for the ball, um, control the ball for, you know, one or two sessions, um, build up confidence uh, back in your in your strokes and abilities, and then you can start to um, flourish again. So, yeah, just work on consistency first is my main um main advice excellent all right well welcome back lucas um thanks for the question and good luck with your comeback all right next up bavesh has asked he says yesterday i practiced serving for about three to four hours then i played a match with my grandpa i couldn't even complete the match i was so tired and had muscle cramps after the match i couldn't walk properly my parents said I was playing too much. Well, this mm. sounds a lot like what we've talked about, Alois. Yeah, it, it is, isn't it? And so that's that's something physically. And, Bobish, you, you, you're probably you're fairly young by the sounds of things. Um, it's okay to push your body too in that situation. You know, muscle cramps are, um, I mean, they're not nice, but um, it just means that, you know, you've pushed your body to a probably a, a breaking point level. Um, yeah, I mean... If again, if you're physically tired, and if you if you you know like feeling the stress over over a long period of time, then yes, you do need to uh, rest a little bit more. If you're really enjoying it, and if you're motivated and you're keen, you know, just keep going. As we talked about earlier, you know, maybe just do some service um, practice um, 
oh, that's what what he was doing. But maybe don't do it for three or four hours. Maybe just do a short session of serving practice, you know, half an hour, 10 minutes, whatever it is. So, yeah, just, again, listen to your body. Yeah, good advice. Listen to your body. All right. Next question is from Yap. And Yap says, should I lob a very high smash with topspin or hit the ball flat? And will the topspin bring the ball higher and let the ball go out of the table? Yeah, so um, when you lob um, with topspin, the ball's actually going to dip onto the table better and it, and it makes it a more effective stroke when you're lobbing. So by putting that topspin on the ball, firstly, as I said, ball's dipping on the table, but then also when it bounces on their side of the table, it's going to kick forward and push them further away from the table, which is what you want. So... Um, you can also then just adjust the height of your lob. So basically a lob is just a topspin, right? So you're there and you're doing a high topspin shot. So you can just start to um, vary the height of that. So you can start to get it lower and lower if you've got more time and accuracy. Um, And that gives your opponent less time. It pushes them further away from the table. So, um, yeah, so some good good tactics. Definitely put topspin on that lob and then start to get the lob lower and lower so that you're um, giving your opponent less time to play. Yeah, good tips. Um, As we always say, Yap, though, if you're back there lobbing all the time, you're in trouble. So you really want to try and not get into that position by playing the ball short, attacking first. Um, But if you do get back there, yeah, those tips are really good. And we do have a video on the lob, so I'll put a link to that in the show notes as well. So, yeah, for everyone uh, watching or listening, make sure you check out pingskills.com. Click on the Table Tennis blog link. You'll see all the Ask the Coach shows there, and we've got, like, show notes and links to videos that we mentioned in the episodes. Well worth checking out. All right, next question is from Eugene, who says, When doing the forehand topspin, I often hit the ball out. My coach says I need to control my arm strength and don't hit too hard all the time. But then he wants a good amount of speed on the ball. So how do I achieve that without hitting it hard? Okay, so I think what what he's talking about there is whether you're hitting the ball flat and whether you're hitting the ball with topspin. So it's really, it's a difficult concept to get, but when you want to hit that ball faster, if you're maintaining the topspin on the ball, the ball still has that dip. So you're actually getting uh, a better margin for error and you've got a better chance of getting the ball on the table. So rather than when you talk about hitting it hard, hitting it flat and um, fast that way, just spin the ball a little bit more and that gives you a better trajectory of the ball over the net and um, more safety as well. So that I think that's what your coach is talking about. He doesn't want you to smash it. He wants you to play with good topspin and then you can start to play it faster with topspin and, and increase the, the speed of your arm uh, through that stroke as well. Yeah. And for players that aren't used to playing topspin, Alice, once you get it and start doing it, it's amazing how much that ball dips and how much extra margin of error it gives you and then that means how much faster you can hit the ball and still get it on the table. Yeah, exactly. So, um, you know, we talk about topspin a lot, um, ping skills, but it, it's such an important part of being able to develop your game. If you haven't got topspin, then um, then it's hard to hit that ball any faster um, after a little while. So, 
topspin is the key, then you can think about playing faster with topspin. Excellent. All right. Uh, Good luck, Eugene. Now, Lucas has also just said, Alois, a quick question. Have you seen any of Borger Hag's recent matches? He is playing insane, if you know who he is. No, never heard of him. I'll have to look him up. All right. We will will Google Borger Hag and check out some of his matches. Thanks for the tip, Lucas. All right, Alois, that is the questions, but it is Throwback Thursday, and today we're looking at an old video called Which Foot Forward? Tell us about this. Okay, so um, so with um, with your stance at the table, um, we talk about how square you need to be to the table. So should you be square here? Should you be side-on for your forehand? Should you be side-on for your backhand? Um, the, the key is how much time you've got. So the closer you are to the table, basically, the more square on you need to be. If I try to play my forehands um, from side on when I'm close up here, I just haven't got time to go from here to here unless I have a swivel chair. But um, you need to you need to be quite square onto the table and you can rotate from the upper half of your body. So so not your not your legs turning, but just rotating your waist. So I'll just do that. So just rotating your waist here and back. Um, and that is that will give you that side-on position um, and also allow you the time to, to change from side to side. You don't want to turn your feet uh, when you're close to the table. When you're further away, then you can start to think about um, getting a little bit more side-on because now you've got more time and also then you can generate more power uh, from further back. Uh, to play the, the bigger, stronger shots from, from further back from the table. So, um, yeah, so your stance and your, your positioning at the table really depends on how much time you have and how close to the table you are as well, basically. But- Great. It makes a lot of sense. Um, so close to the table, more square on. Further back, you've got more time, so you can be a little bit more side on. Love it. We will put um, that video in the show notes as well. So... Alois, that wraps up show 242. Big thank you to everyone who jumped on and asked the question live on the show. Thanks, Lucas. And thanks, Spam20. Thanks, everyone else, for watching. And make sure you go to pingskills.com and sign up for a free account so you can get our email newsletters, watch all the videos, comment on the blogs, comment on the videos. Go to pingskills.com. And thank you, Alois. Thanks, Jeff, and we shall see you tomorrow, and happy St. Pat's Day. Absolutely. Happy St. Pat's Day. See you tomorrow. Bye.